0: Welcome to the Front Porch Podcast, and we are back for one more very special episode. This is the very last installment of the Staff Spotlight series we began over a year ago. This episode, we have Haley Firstman, intern at Front Porch from 2020 to 2022, talking about her debut album, Dove, released last month under the name Mr. Marigold. The album is available on all streaming platforms, and I highly recommend you give it a listen. Haley's been working on this album throughout her time as an intern, and if you were around Front Porch at all in the past couple years, you certainly saw Haley's fish-shaped purse that also went by the same name, Mr. Marigold. So go check out the album. Again, it's called Dove, and enjoy this return of your favorite podcast from your favorite free coffee house, where Haley and I talk about the album.
1: I'm here to tell you about Mr. Marigold and the album.
0: And what is Mr. Marigold? Or rather, who is Mr. Marigold?
1: Mr. Marigold is a fish-shaped purse that I found circa spring, early spring 2020, before pre-pandemic, and I just fell in love with the purse, and it then became the name of my music project slash band. Yeah um yeah
0: nice so what came first the music or the fish bag
1: um
0: and what's the relationship between the two because I think for a newcomer it may be confusing
1: I agree I think it definitely seems confusing to a newcomer the music came first um through my songwriting like the end of my senior year of high school I started writing like little songs they're kind of like in the vein of the juno soundtrack i'd say nice like very like cute (laughs) very cute (laughs) and um they i think i think i just i got really into songwriting more in college and um yeah i think that mr marigold just I became very obsessed with the bag because there was kind of just a very positive reaction to it like whenever I still like whenever I bring the fish bag out like a stranger will come up to me and like wanna know about it and I have my name for it so I'll like introduce Mr. Marigold and I feel like it's just like especially during COVID it was like a funny like broke the bubble thing like oh like she's walking around with a fish bag but I think I also like liked the idea of a fish in a fish bowl and like that idea during shelter in place like Hmm. being trapped and like but I I made this like graphic with Mr. Marigold in a fish bowl and then like a galaxy inside the fishbowl and I feel like I liked that idea because I kind of had a creative awakening amidst my shelter in place that I like was able to find like so much in the small space and so I I liked the idea of naming the project Mr. Marigold because most of the songs were like from that time
0: since the fish
1: since the fish and well i was amidst shelter in place so i was like the fish inside
0: (laughs) right 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 yeah i like the the album cover i was there when you started making it on illustrator yeah and you're in a you're in a fish tank
1: it's me yeah mr marigold is me
0: (laughs) on the beach of puerto rico
1: (laughs) yes i it's a film One of my film photos from the only roll of film I've ever taken.
0: Nice. So which was the first song to be written on the album? Um, There are 13.
1: Yeah, there might be 14. The last song may be split into two.
0: Oh, yeah, it's a long one.
1: Yeah. Um, I think Feel You was the first one. I wrote, and, yeah, that one, like, I wrote, it was a poem, and then, um, a while later I made it into a song, but it was, yeah, I think in, like, early March time, and that's when, so most of the songs are from, kind of, spring and summer of this year, gotcha. this last year.
0: And so when you write these songs you write them on the guitar or they start as poems and then you
1: um they're all different i so during quarantine i started learning piano on my like brother's keyboard at home cuz i wanted to try producing so like a lot of the ones in the album i actually wrote on piano like about half and half probably
0: interesting
1: yeah and i think it like I feel like you can tell like there's there's a different vibe to the piano songs I think um I don't know I yeah (laughs) but some of them started as poems or like I'll randomly be in the car and like think of a line that I like and I'll record myself saying it or like singing it and then I feel like a lot of the time those ones become good ones. Like if it's like (laughs) a random recording (laughs) of one line and then I get like the rest of the song later. What are some of those lines? Um, one of them is in this like super short song. It was just like, it's, um, I wasn't the first offender. It was just that line. I like wrote it in my notes app. And then I like started just pressing like the same piano key over and over and like the song, the whole song just like came.
0: Hmm. Nice. Yeah. That is one of my favorites. Tiger I think is probably one of my favorites on the album. Thank you.
1: I like it a lot too. I love a good like short little guy song. No.
0: Some of the structure of it, like with Tiger and with D-Variant and Dove, Dove is a voice memo with some music over it, and then Tiger is a sort of interlude, reminds me a lot of um, El Lotto Negro.
1: Oh, you yeah. I've listened a little bit, but not, I know you like El Negro, you, you went to a concert with... It's <laughs> my last
0: concert in February of last year. Yeah, he has his latest. I think his latest album. He has some singles he's released since, but his last album from twenty nineteen. It's got these like interludes, super short, like minute long, features.
1: Yeah, I. I feel like. I first, heard those short, the little shorties with um. Frankie Cosmos hmm. she always is doing those and I feel like it made me realize that I don't have to make a song a full song like just t- or like it doesn't have to be like two minutes the normal structure like if I say what I want to say then it's done you know
0: yeah I think about like um Bon Iver as far as song structure m- his more recent work it's very hard to identify like choruses and verses and bridges it's just this sort of like amalgamation of different things um and often just like a paragraph stretched over four minutes of music
1: I feel like the longer I've written songs the less like normal they've gotten like (laughs) I feel like I used to very much be with that structure but I feel like it's like gets kind of boring <laughs> like writing yeah in the same structure and I feel like I get more excited by like oh like I've never done that before you know like I don't know it makes things more interesting and then I end up liking the song better because it like surprises me
0: totally yeah I'm curious what other inspirations there were you mentioned the Juno soundtrack
1: Oh, I feel like that's like an my old inspiration of like early college, high school. But
0: like the first songs that you would write.
1: I, I think people just told me a lot that my songs reminded them of the Juno soundtrack. Not necessarily an inspiration, you know, like. Gotcha. I was just told like, oh, like your music sounds like the Juno soundtrack. That's funny. <laughs> Which, like, I was like, wow, like, my music sounds like a soundtrack. <laughs> but, um, I feel like current inspirations, like, for the album, we have a Sonic Inspirations list, of course. And, um, I feel like that's, like, Phoebe Bridgers, of course. Mm-hmm. And then Wise Blood was a big inspiration for the way it was produced, and, um some big thief in there <laughs> nice gia margaret
0: what um what about wiseblood's production like resonated or what sort of pieces of that did you take into this project
1: i think like it was over quarantine like all i listened to and it felt just very like salient with the that time and so i think like a lot of the songs i was writing were inspired by like the feelings i felt while i was listening to wise blood gotcha and but then
0: your the album cover looks <laughs> i see resonances
1: yeah i know i um it's a different concept but also very similar in like Objects. Form. In form, yeah. Like water and bedroom. Um, but, like, in terms of the production, like, there were certain sounds that I really liked. Davis, who I've been co producing with, and my musical partner, um, <laughs> been with me every step of the way. <laughs> um, he kind of was like, had me look at different like sounds or like things that I like liked and like identify them because I feel like a lot of the time you're like oh like I gotta make my sound but like your sound is composed of a bunch of other people's sounds and so it's like there's only like it's hard to describe what you want unless you have like examples of it and I feel like wise blood ended up having a lot of examples of like things that i wanted like even like in space i think just like the idea of like spacey songs very much like i i think in the album i talk about space a lot and like a
0: space little like some like outer space like outer like, space phys-
1: okay. but also physical space like the song space is like about both of those things <laughs> <laughs> um but I think, or like, kind of like apocalyptic dy- dystopian vibes, like very subtly, and like, kind of, I was inspired by Wise Blood a lot with that, um, and like the breakdown she does in Every Day, um, there's a breakdown in space that was very much inspired by her breakdown. No it's at the very end of Every Day. It's like all the instruments kind of start. It's like, it's like very poppy and then just slowly withers. Yeah, that sounds,
0: yeah, I I hear the resonances (laughs) in, in space.
1: Yeah, for sure. I just always like when songs do that, there's like some of the Katie Kirby music I've been listening to a lot she does some little like subtle breaking down like I just think it's interesting to hear like an instrument at its most like instrumenty <laughs> and then hear it like withering yeah
0: yeah it's funny because like the line between music and just like noise like most people I once had a neighbor who is trying to intuitively learn how to play the violin wow (laughs) um yeah and it did not ever sound good but he's playing an instrument that like a lot of people can sort of shape and form into some very pleasant sounds for sure and so that like line between somebody making um
1: unpleasant noise or just noise
0: yeah chaotic sounds and then the sort of things that we like conventionally think of as pleasant sounding like that's a very it's a fine line and even like in the musical process when you're like trying to find the right sound on a synth yeah or trying to put the next chord after the last chord there's a lot of places where that sounds like very dissonant or odd or crooked and so the like musical process is filled with all these like rubbing against rubbing against things that aren't um conventionally delightful yeah. and so then in a song that then gets released to have all those sort of like ends that get quilted together into something that's like nice and conventionally pleasant and sort of like fits within all the things that we call music quotes yeah and have that sort of like fray out like the end of a scarf that like all the all the threads have just kind of come apart um yeah it makes me think about like what holds what holds the music together Hmm. is not a whole lot
1: yeah or with like any creative thing like at Mm -hmm. what point does it become another thing like a painting become like not a painting anymore or like hmm. a song become just like noise yeah <laughs> Is like yeah i guess different to different people yeah and some too. of it's subjective right yeah.
0: it's like you know this i always think of scary monsters and nice sprites by skrillex have you heard this song no i'm sure you'll recognize it as soon as i play it um like too many generations this is not a song this is noise you know this one it came I, out i've like definitely heard it 2009 or something or like what's
1: that band the gex one? Oh,
0: hundred gex <laughs> yeah totally yeah 100 gex is yeah. some whack stuff i really have to be in the right mood to listen <laughs> to any of this
1: it's kind of crazy, but like pretty fun. <laughs> the Gex, too much for me. Most too much. Of the
0: time. It's always funny. I saw somebody who on their like Spotify wrapped for twenty twenty, hundred Gex was their <sighs> top listened to artist, wow. and I was like, you must not be well.
1: Yeah, that's Sophie a lot was saying, of Gex. she was playing it for me, and that's like on our on a drive, my friend Sophie, and um but she was saying she's been biking to it sometimes like from work and she was like i went so fast like (laughs) i just like pedaled so quickly because it has that effect
0: totally when you you mentioned um having your sound in quotes and how did i do the air quotes i don't remember but like how every artist it's like oh you know or no, like when somebody's starting out like oh, i need to know i need to find my sound yeah but then like you like push that a little bit like you said and it's like what's one person's sound is just sort of like an amalgamation of all the other sounds that they've heard that sort of get reordered and experimented with and yeah.
1: invented and labeled as theirs mm-hmm. yeah
0: and it's just sort of goes all the way back it's like everybody's totally. just sort of pulling their sound together into a new experiment
1: yeah for sure
0: which brings up some stuff I've been reading recently about um, artists or authors as being this like holding an authority over their work and whether or not that authority actually exists because of like what's the work but really just an assemblage of all the sorts of sounds and experiences from before yeah and you can just sort of keep chasing that backwards yeah um, or I like just think it's interesting
1: what happens when books like go into the what's it called when they're like free to do whatever you want with them um open source like after the author has been die been Sorry. dead for a certain amount of years yeah it's, what's it called i don't know i was listening john green was talking about it but like um whatever it's but like that all of these people start creating like new things out of that artist's work that before like weren't allowed to be made because Hmm. it was the artists and then suddenly it like becomes free reign i can't remember what the name of that is
0: yeah um (laughs) doesn't really matter (laughs) yeah there's no more like reserved rights or whatever somebody i saw he took a book that had happened to And typed it, retyped it on a typewriter, cut out every line and just put the entire book on like a big old sheet of paper. Wow. And it was, that was like his piece, Um, which was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, Talk a little bit about the production process. What's, what was that like? What did you enjoy about it? What were like unexpected difficulties?
1: Um. I love it's been great um I've been recording in Oakland um with um my co-producer Davis who I was talking about um at, at like their house they have a home studio um so I've just been going back and forth um but it's been a really cool process I feel like um it's been, like, a really exciting thing, too, to just, like, have someone else to work on it with, and, like, we have this huge, like, notes app document where, like, because we're in different places, so I'll just, like, type all these random ideas I have, and then, like, we'll, I don't know, we're constantly kind of, like, talking about different things, Um, but it's just, it's been exciting to, like, just want to make it as good as it can possibly be like not rushing through it or like just like making it to make it kind of thing like Mm -hmm. i feel like um like he also has cared about like making it really good and like um yeah i i've had a lot of fun i don't know (laughs) What was what was the rest of the question? <laughs> Were there
0: any unexpected difficulties?
1: Oh, um, I think, like, in terms of how long I thought it would take, I mm. think I was like, oh, like, it'll take, like, a month, <laughs> which <laughs> was silly. I just didn't really know. But, um, I think, like, I'm glad it's taken as long as it has, and because I I decided to try to reach out to some other like there's we have a cellist that's playing on the album and then like um a violinist violist and um it just like takes time to like we're not pay like paying them at least we might we might try we're going <laughs> but um, like right now they haven't been promised money and so it's like Yeah, hard to I don't know
0: it's like you're getting somebody on board a vision yeah rather than a payment
1: yeah and like it's been cool because a lot of a lot more people than I would have expected are like very willing to jump on board with like the vision and like are excited about helping or like doing something with it um and I think it like surprises me every time to like sean who's been doing cello has just like he's just done like such a good job of like getting like the vision and like working i don't know he's like doing school too and like same with sarah like she is like doing strings for all these other things and like working on her album of but like they i don't know they're always like very excited about it they're like this is like a fun thing like or for her she said like This is, like, a nice, like, creative outlet for me after being drained by, like, having to track strings for, like, all these other, like, job-type things. But it still, like, takes time, and that's, like, I just, like, want it. (laughs) Like, I'm excited to see it in its entirety, and it's getting closer to that, like, for sure, which is fun. But, yeah.
0: I'm curious, because this is the first album that you've produced, but you've written probably dozens uh, of songs, hundreds, hundreds of songs. Yeah,
1: I've written like probably over five hundred.
0: Wow. <laughs> well, all right. So, with over five hundred <laughs> songs written, but now this being the first thirteen or fourteen produced and sort of put out in a a formal fashion yeah i'm curious how this process has influenced the way you write songs if at all
1: yeah that's a good question i i think i definitely like started using a different part of like my brain in terms of like when i'm like with the songs that were already written i would like play through them on the instrument and um piano or like piano or guitar and then i would like start like thinking like oh um like davis could play this here like that could be nice or like this like the drums could come in here and i'd like hear it in my Mm -hmm. head which was like a cool thing i don't know like something i hadn't really done or like thought about before yeah um so i think yeah some. i think now i'll like write a song and then i think now more immediately when i'm listening to it i'll start thinking about the way it's going to be produced or like i think with the more recent songs like they're going into a different project that's like a very different vibe Hmm. so it's been fun because i'm like thinking about a whole different production style with them yeah um but I definitely think about it more for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious what sort of, um, so you write these on piano and then they go to Davis. How does that like walk us through how one of these songs comes to be? I'm sure each one is different and has its own sort of like speed bumps and maybe one's some are quicker than another, but like, how, so how does the how's the sausage get made
1: totally great question um <laughs> so and for th- maybe
0: pick one out in particular so maybe we can play it
1: okay along the way. yeah that would be fun um i think yeah let's do let's talk about space because okay. that i feel like that one was it was just, like, the quintessential, like, really fun song to produce and work on.
0: And that's so, the one that comes apart at the end.
1: Yeah. So, um, like, with with the whole album, I made, like, a notes thing and sent it over. And then Davis and Lennon, who's playing drums, like, they listened to it. And, like, they had... Me and Davis kind of laugh about this. Like, he'd already agreed to helped me record the whole album and he hadn't like heard any of my songs before (laughs) and i was like "Like, did you like were you worried that like they would be bad (laughs) because after they listened they were like they got all excited they were like oh like this is gonna be fun and like um I don't know. It's funny now to me that he agreed to like do this huge project. Right. Like, it's like, what if they stopped? Yeah. <laughs> just going to like back away slowly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he could have. Um, but, I, and then I kind of like, with the recording, put some of my ideas. So, with space specifically, I already kind of had the idea of it starting kind of slow and then like suddenly transitioning because like the way that the melody of kind of the ending sounds kind of like a pop song so i had this idea of it like just suddenly like kind of turning into a pop song um at the end and um so i had written that down and i said like kind of synthy and like space vibes because it's like called space so
0: mm-hmm. um
1: i thought and i I don't know if at that point i had this concept but in the way the song is produced we kind of made it so it's like as if like a rocket is taking off and going into space so it like the start of the song is it's like just like still like on earth flying and then like there's a point where it's like breaks through the atmosphere and then it's like at the end it's like oh like space is just dark like nothingness and the song it's like breaks down and it's all like creepy sounding and it's like oh this isn't what i thought it would be because it's like the pop song is like we're flying it's amazing and then it's like scary yeah. <laughs> i'm alone space sex um <laughs> literally
0: sex there's no air.
1: yeah it does totally <laughs> um, but so we started we like I got I was in Oakland for the first time and we were basically like tracking through just like piano guita- or guitar like one instrument and voice and we'd been doing that like with a bunch of the songs and it's it's like kind of like not it just like takes a long time especially for me because I'm starting out I'm not like super good at the instruments. And so like it took a while for each song and we kept having to like redo it or do like retakes. And so we got to space and we started doing that. And um, I think like we were listening back and we had like just like my piano and my voice. And then I like heard like Davis the night before had been showing me some like slide guitar stuff. And then I was like, oh, like, could you play, like, da, da, da. and then, like, like, right there. And he was like, oh, that'd be fun. And so then he, like, added that. And then I was like, and then what about this? Like, dun, dun, dun. and it's, like, him playing the guitar kind of, like, quickly. And then it was just, like, all happened very quickly. And then he was like, oh, I'll add bass right here. And, like, with the rest of the songs, they were very just, like, the bare bones and like suddenly we like he like added in a drum track and we're like wow like like it was just like so much fun and like um and then I left and Lennon added drums but he kind of like did this thing at the end where they like kind of broke down and Davis was like yeah well like and Davis had done like a funny thing with the guitar at the end that kind of sounded like it was also, like, breaking down. And then, but it was kind of, and I think with the bass, too, and it was, like, more of a joke. Like, we were probably going to take it out. And then I was, like, I feel like this perfectly, like, like, I kind of like it. Like, I think we should, like, keep going with that. Yeah. And have, I don't know, it be almost, like, dramatic. And um, we did. And then I think, like, when we especially when we got um, the strings, the cello from Sean. He did like such a good job with all the like crazy like sounds and um, screechy like things. And then Davis added this really cool like sample of my voice that's kind of weird. And like it all just started, it's going to be the first single because we just like, it just has that feeling of, like, excitement, and um, I don't know. I th- I feel very happy with it um, and excited. But, yeah, and I, I do think we got, like, t- it was funny, Cameron, who is doing the mixing, he, like, he was like, all right, and then it breaks through the atmosphere right here, and we were like, <laughs> like, it just, I don't know, it, like, felt like how we wanted it to feel, and it was, yeah. It's it's fun. I texted Davis today. It's was like, "Space is a banger." <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. I'm curious if you have any. Um. We kind of unpacked like the idea of an author a little bit ago, and it's like you know what the author thinks or wants you to think about their work. Maybe we should shelf that a bit, perhaps for like listeners and readers. To experience and reinvent art for themselves as they experience and, I don't know, live in it, subjectivize those, themselves by it. Um, but is there anything that you hope people listen for when they hear your album,
1: um, or
0: like little bits that you're like, "Ooh, I hope people notice this."
1: Like that's a good, that's a good thing.
0: Maybe, yeah, it's a good thing or it's like something you added that you thought was really cool or maybe a line that you're like, this is a great line.
1: Hmm. I feel like like there are certain things I'm very proud of and like lines that I really like for myself, but I feel like I'm honestly more curious kind of like that idea of like letting it go and like, yeah, seeing what lines other people are affected by Mm. and like are important to them for whatever reason. And like, I feel like, um, from people that have heard my music, like it's pretty like vulnerable and like, it's kind of the place where I like process my emotions and like lay it out there. Mm -hmm. And um like there's a couple songs that like different friends have said like this is a song that like this is something that like someone needs to hear kind of feeling like i don't know if i agree that anyone needs to hear it but like or like would be comforting to someone who's been in a similar situation or like feels the same way and like doesn't want to have like words for it I feel like that's what music can do for me like when I don't have words like giving me just like surrounding me in a feeling um so I don't I don't think yeah I I think the things I really like or like the pieces or like if I found some specific sound that I really like I feel like that's more like for me and like Making it, like, the best I want it to be because it's, like, still in my hands right now, I guess. And, like, it's still being made. Yeah. But I think with any of my, like, art or creative things, I I don't ever want to expect someone to mm. get something out of it. Yeah. I think that's, like, it doesn't ever work very well. Yeah. And, like, it disappoints you.
0: Yeah what is the album's called dev
1: yes why
0: any yeah (laughs) any thoughts on the dev
1: yeah um so there's like i it was actually for a staff excursion with the the front porch staff um we went to the beach at Morro bay and it was like when there was the fires and it was like the sky was super orange yeah. and like it was very muggy and like it just looked you were talking about this a lot but like kind of apocalyptic yeah and everyone was talking about how it looked like that <laughs> mm-hmm. the end of the world <laughs> um and i wrote this poem like and it has that like line which is in devariant um at the very like or maybe the last song which would be called Gratitudinal (laughs) um but it's like it was the dove that found me first um and like I feel like the dove is also like myself like a part of myself like maybe like a more innocent part of myself (laughs) or like or maybe like myself at peace kind of and it's like the very end of the album is like it was the dove that found me when at last there was no more i could give so it's almost like coming back to myself yeah like when i don't have anything left (laughs) (laughs) When it lost there was no more I could give but then like there's the song in the very middle of the song of the album called The Dove and it's like I say in the voice memo like it's weird because <laughs> like the people don't know that we're watching them <laughs> but I I feel like I liked that like image of like the dove watching over me <laughs> hmm. it's silly it's like it's more of like a metaphor of like it was always there yeah. within me I don't know. I feel like yeah, it it's a lot of different things yeah I think it's not necessarily just like a part of myself I think it's also like just the idea of being like at peace. The classic dove meaning right um but like yeah the idea that it it was there in a different way
0: as you're sharing all this about the dove and about the process of writing these songs and all of this it sounds like even just the the creation of a we could call it a text um but the creation of the album is also like an act of um, forming yourself as a subject in the same way that somebody who listens to it, like you said, somebody hears a song and they're like, wow, like this is the thing I needed to hear. Like I needed this, this experience or this, whatever articulated in a certain way. It helps form that person as a subject because it gives words to something that they experience. Similarly, with the image of whether it's the fish bag or even just the process of producing these things or the songwriting process or a um, an image or a metaphor that returns in different forms. This was also like a process of your own sub- subject formation.
1: Yeah, and I think like, that's probably why i enjoy listening to it over and over and over (laughs) is like is that yeah that feeling of like i think i have a hard time like feeling my emotions in general and so a lot of the time i'll like write the song and not even like fully feel it but i will when i like listen to it over and over and like let myself be kind of like bathed in it almost yeah, like it's like, yeah, like I wrote this, so like it came from me mm-hmm. and like I think, yeah, the like it's the listening that actually like causes me to feel it, not mm. the writing, yeah, which um is like the same exact thing as like listening to like an artist I really like is yeah. like the listening.
0: Gives me that. That is so interesting that like perforation of those two processes of writing is not the time for feeling necessarily. At least for you. Maybe for yeah, some people yeah. it's different. Um But yeah, that writing is this um like articulating something is not feeling it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of romanticism. Okay. Like uh the definition I don't know if this is the definition of romanticism or like the ideal romantic is like recollecting powerful emotions and tranquility. Mm. Um, which I, I'm a huge romanticism fan. I don't know if you guys know, <laughs> um, but I've never connected that. I feel like that's my process of like having these powerful emotions and like rec. I I usually need a little bit of space before like in time before writing a song about something Mm -hmm. that's really affected me. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, You talked about this a little bit um, that most of these songs came since the pandemic. I'm curious what other influences of these trying times uh, maybe comes through or that you encountered along the way
1: like within the pandemic area. I feel like there's specific songs that feel extra like this is a pandemic song, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like, I feel like what's left is one of them. Um, It's like, I feel like it was like just very much that feeling of being like drained and like also just seeing a lot of like polarization in like the ways that people were dealing with um, being like under shelter in place or like dealing with how to deal with any of it. And um, I feel like it was one of those songs that like came out very quickly. Like, I feel like there's some that I'll write over, a period of time like I'll kind of like add things or like change it around a lot but that was one that I like I think was very like yeah just kind of came out in like response to how I was feeling that like drained like not feeling like I had much to give but also yeah feeling like I was taking in a lot of a lot of grief from a lot of different directions i guess Mm -hmm. and um like on a wider scale and uh, like on a more personal scale and like not really knowing what to do with it but i like that it kind of becomes like an anthem feeling song like or even like there's the line of like um walking like without like like we aren't touching and like walking to our respective jobs and then i'm like exactly (laughs) now we wait and see without
0: holding hands touching walking into respective jobs i don't have any one anymore i stay inside
1: yeah and i think yeah and then the ending is kind of like this idea of like we've all been in our own worlds for like a while and we've all changed and like we don't really like like we know each other but like we have changed and like I I want to like recognize that like the people that are close to me have changed and like I need to learn about how that's happened and like I want them to see that I've changed too Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of like the ending of like I'm different now (laughs) it's kind of dramatic but I
0: I remember that feeling almost every year since middle school through <laughs> probably the beginning of high school it was like come back after summer and you're like no I one need gets people me. To know that, like i'm different <laughs> i've become this guy yeah and <laughs> i mean in a lot of ways like you're the same fucking guy totally but in some ways you know you're new and different you've seen things and your subjectivity is always sort of somewhere else every moment. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, <laughs> I feel like at least in that time, it's like you're not as different as you wish you were <laughs> 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 from seventh to eighth grade.
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot changes in the middle school, though, you know?
0: I suppose. I mean, <laughs> I just remember... This experience of like, I'd like get some new clothes and I was a weirdo in middle school big time. I think almost every day of seventh grade, I wore a tie. Nice. Um, that kid. In eighth grade. Yeah. I started, I don't know, things sort of took a different direction and I was like, oh, like I'm, you know, a sophisticate and <laughs> like my ties have gotten better or whatever I don't know (laughs) but you know I was still the same sort of you are still
1: wearing ties oh I'm
0: yeah and I'm still a 13 year old boy working all sorts of things out and the things that I sort of actively hope that are different about myself Mm. are probably quite different from the things that maybe not are truly different but are sort of the ways in which I am in the world have changed that I'm less aware of Hmm. rather than the laundry list of all the things that I'm like, I'm approaching eighth grade this year with like, (laughs) these are my new
1: things. Here's my list of new things. Yes.
0: Yeah. Some of them being physical objects and some of them being you know like, I'm more like this. I'm less like
1: this. And I'm sure that feeling in the song is like similar to in some ways of Mm. like, I'm different now. You know. I think yeah. it's I think it's yeah, it's a mix. <laughs> is
0: there anything else you wanna?
1: Got any uh got any favorite or I guess you said your favorite is tiger.
0: I think tiger is my favorite. Um yeah.
1: Hinge is a fun one. Hinge is good, yeah.
0: <laughs> Hinge is fun. Um any uh anything. Should
1: else? I endorse anything?
0: I should you sure go for it endorse Isn't that whatever a thing? you want. What's that synth everybody loves? You Can endorse that synth? <laughs>
1: the one that we use a lot. The
0: A nine or
1: the OP one. The
0: OP one.
1: I thought you meant the Juno because we use the Juno a lot.
0: Is it a sound or a machine?
1: It's a s- analog synthesizer. Oh, gotcha. It's awesome. <laughs> nice. Any and then
0: s- what? Any so what's what's it on?
1: It's on like everything, but okay. like it's on it's oh it's really good on hinge it's i forgot what it's called but davis does this thing where like wig it's yeah i don't know when you modulate the yeah or not what is i forgot what it's called uh i have it on one of my notes no it's called something sorry if davis was here he would know (laughs)
0: <laughs> you should have zoomed him in
1: I, I told him I kind of I was like You should be on the podcast with me And then I was like I guess it's a staff series
0: There are no rules this There is are no show. rules
1: Oh, okay <laughs> I guess I could have zoomed you in Sorry, <laughs> Davis
0: <laughs> Is it the Underneath Like what yeah. starts the song The first instrument
1: No, that's the whirly That's a whirlitzer
0: Oh We've got a
1: whirly We've got a Juno. We've got an OP1. We have all the fancy things. We, I don't have any of them.
0: Like a serious Whirly, not like Logic. No, it's like a wh-
1: a real, <laughs> I almost said a wheel. <laughs> a
0: wheel Whirly.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real one. And it was kind of like, it was its final work. This album was the this Whirly's final, because Cameron sold it. so we so uh it's like a tribute to to the worldly
0: (laughs) nice that's sick yeah well there you have it um any song we should play at the end to send us out
1: i talked about the process of space
0: oh well we'll play that while you're talking about it
1: that makes sense Uh, um i feel like Variants of fun like send off. I don't know. Cool. What do you think?
0: Yeah, it's the last one on the album. That's great.
1: At least like part of it. It's like for full sure. bop.
0: Yeah, a total bop. <laughs> well nice. Um
1: thanks for having me and uh talking about this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally. Um check out the album coming out some point, the end of twenty twenty one. Yeah. Uh, on all streaming services. all streaming
1: platforms, services and
0: from Haley personally on a cassette.
1: Oh yeah, I've been thinking about a cassette. I I don't know how um, what's the word accessible cassettes are. <laughs> <laughs> what's the word? <laughs> but um, they're
0: great for vehicles before 2005,
1: which I have. Yeah. But my cassette player barely works And like the two tapes I play in it Have completely ruined like their voices Like I have a Frankie Cosmos one And her voice is like Sounds terrible It's like super high pitched And it sounds like she's underwater (laughs) And so I'm like I don't know if I want to hear myself like that (laughs) For sure, yeah But maybe I'll sell personalized Like Walkmans that are fish shaped
0: Wow, yeah Um, well, that'll be nice. I can't wait to discover that market. (laughs) Thank you. Bring the Walkmans back. All this, all this I nonsense, all this digital.
1: (laughs) Analog rules.
0: Get back to the peak of music sharing technology that was the Walkman.
1: (laughs) Endorsing the Walkman.
0: Yep. All right.
1: Bye. To show me something.